0: This is Sarah Jones, and you're listening to the Sarah Jones Presents podcast. Today, the pilot episode. I am joined today by one of my very favorite people, Noah Jones. Noah. Hello. Hello. Noah is an unexpected gift of joy that came to us almost 20 years ago, about five months into our marriage, and he has been a source of unexpected joy ever since. Noah, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Absolutely. So for those of you who don't know know me, my name is Noah Alexander-Jones. I am the oldest of the uh, Nathan and Sarah Jones kids. I am currently a rising senior um, of a biology student at a private university in Nashville, Tennessee. And though while I am a biology major, I also find a lot of joy and passion in uh, theater, and I'm heavily involved in my school's theater
0: department. Great. Noah, you are by far one of my favorite go-to talk about serious topic buddies, <laughs> and so I'm so excited that you are here helping me out with this pilot episode. As we've already learned, there is a lot of room for me to grow, and I really appreciate you being my my experiment buddy.
1: Of course. I'm so happy to Help you out with this. Thank you.
0: Okay. Well, one of the themes that I think has been a go to theme in your life over the past couple of years is the strong word joy. Do you agree with that?
1: No, absolutely. That um, joy and Concepts that go along with joy have been a very have been my mantra for the past couple of years. Honestly, I think
0: that this kind of topic of joy came mainly when you found yourself in a deficit of joy. Probably about the Christmas season of two thousand seventeen. Is is that sound right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it was two uh, two winter breaks ago. Right before I was going to be studying abroad in Italy, I was um, I had to work really hard to be able to make sure I could study abroad um, because I did I needed to be able to pay for it and I needed to be able to to do all the things that I wanted to do while abroad. I needed to work to make sure I was able to fund that, and so um, definitely that time was one of the most difficult for me in a lot of ways. I uh, found myself working in a job that I just did not enjoy at all. I was, it was hard, heavy labor, having to working in a metal forming factory. So working on, um, working in a very hot and humid and loud and just soulless environment really, uh, put a hamper on what, on, on being able to really enjoy myself in anything. And I got to the point where I was just so bitter towards that job that I, I felt that I, it, it was affecting my personality.
0: I feel like that was probably one of the lowest seasons of our relationship as mother and son was that, uh, that particular season, because I think both of us wanted so badly for you to reach your goal of being able to go to Europe. But at the same time, we were kind of knocking heads because I was not understanding the joy deficit that you found yourself in. I just kind of felt like you didn't want to go to work. Did you feel that from me?
1: No, definitely that I, I don't think I, because of where I like where I was mentally and spiritually, I was just very locked within myself. And so I wasn't any form of communication that I had because I was just so tired and frustrated and angry and just, just felt that I was being eaten up on the inside. So I, I was just, I thought I became, I was disrespectful and I was lashing out and I didn't have, I I allowed my filter to just be completely ripped away from me because I just was in such a negative headspace.
0: We're in this season. Did you recognize that you had a joy deficit or were you just thinking, I'm unhappy, I hate this? What kind of was your thought process as you were going through this season? So
1: while I was in the midst of it, it really was just like, I'm miserable. I hate this. I don't want to be working here. Uh, But it was near the end of, I think I worked there for about a month. So near the end of that month that I was working there um, through a lot of conversations with you and dad, slowly beginning to realize that I, the reason why it was just so soul crushing was because I wasn't allowing myself to feel any joy at all throughout any of it that I was not going to enjoy that job. I, I, there was nothing really enjoyable about that job, but I had allowed my bitterness and the darkness that was kind of welling up inside of me to blind me to the fact that one, I was probably in the best physical shape I had ever been in my entire life. Being able to work such a, long hours and doing such heavy physical labor and being able to really like accomplish things that I had never really been able to do before. And then at the same token, being blinded to the fact as to why I was there. The reason I was working that job was so that I could go and explore and have fun and just experience Europe to the fullest. And so it really wasn't until those come to Jesus meetings near the end that I kind of realized that through the allowing myself to get caught in the monotony and grossness and just bitterness and just that fog blinded me to even be able to feel any joy in
0: any aspect of my life during that time. Do you remember, I remember in those conversations, that we were having, where your dad and I were trying to remind you stay mindful of the purpose, stay mindful of why you're working there. Your joy's not going to come from the work, work is work, but the joy comes from what the work allows you to become. Do you remember what phrases or what things we were saying to you that really started to stick on your heart?
1: Yeah, so the especially because what one of those phrases actually became like my my words of last year was find the joy find the joy in every situation that you find yourself in that it's not always going to be evident as to what can bring you joy in anything that you're doing and some situations yes it's going to be You love what you're doing. You enjoy where you're at. You love the people that you're around. And it's going to be really easy to see that. But even in those dark and gross and disgusting and just miserable times, not being blinded by the fact that you can still find something to be joyful about, even in those situations, even if it is just I'm here for a reason and once that reason is fulfilled I'll find that joy
0: I think one of the things that we have with in our culture is that we have a hard time differentiating between the definition of joy and happiness do you feel that way too?
1: I think so that I feel that joy just has a lot more weight and meaning to it than just happiness because I feel that Happiness whenever you think happiness, you normally are thinking, Oh yeah, happy go lucky, here I am, I'm happy. You know, just that happy feeling is kind of what I feel a lot of what people define happiness as. But joy is joy is whenever you feel joyful, you're going to find happiness. But I think that joy is more of an action and more of Something to be sought after than happiness that just kind of happens.
0: Don't you feel that joy is unconditional, where happiness is based on a condition? Um, and I'll give you, for instance, that if I get this job, I'll be so happy, where joy is regardless of whether I get this job, I'll be joyful. That it's a very internal response that is based on a decision where happiness lives and breathes based on your environment yeah
1: I think I think that joy is more because you can choose to be happy but I think that joy is more of an internal choice that is whenever you're choosing to be happy it's usually like I'm not happy on the inside but I'm not gonna let that show but choosing joy is choosing to be content and being where you are and finding the finding the little things that are beneficial in every situation that it just, it becomes a, it becomes a more internal and, Like, I I think it becomes a more defining choice than just choosing to be happy or feeling happiness.
0: Well, I think that you have a better chance of people or circumstances affecting your happiness than you do Mm -hmm. your joy, which I think is such a beautiful, I think about that being part of spiritual disciplines, joy being one of the gifts of the spirit is that it really is, joy is something that you can fully control, that you can find joy no matter who, what, when, that you in your focus on being a, a God follower and being filled with the spirit, that joy is not affected unless you allow it to be affected.
1: Yeah, no, that it, you can find things to be joyful about or find every person that you are around can bring you joy, whether it be, even if you severely dislike the person that you're with, even the fact of knowing, Hey, I don't have to be around this person much longer can bring you joy. Like, you know, it's happiness. I, I just feel that joy is so much more, it's with it is within your soul. It is within who you are as a person. And you can allow things because we live in a in a broken world, yeah, we can allow things to really dig into us and allow things to bombard who we are. And so it can sometimes be really hard to find joy. But it's always there. It's because it's within us. It's a choice to be made and then after making the choice of i'm going to be joyful you find the things outside of you that will feed that joy yeah
0: i think while you were in europe you you called me at one point and i think you had really come full circle in understanding the power of joy and and the influence that joy could have not only in your own attitude, but in the attitudes of those that surround you. Since you've been back from Europe and you have recognized that there was this season of joy deficit and you've made a greater effort to really strive for joy, how do you feel that your life has been impacted by this new understanding of joy and how has it affected your relationships with other people?
1: Yeah. So I think that I have become a more open and vulnerable and more grounded person since then that going from that winter of just being miserable and that I think I I still do consider that like that has been the lowest point I have ever been in my entire life to turn around and then going to Europe and having three months of probably the best experiences I've ever had in my life that in having that complete dichotomy, being able to like move forward from that, seeing that, okay, even though I was in this horrible place, it's always going to get better and seeing that I'm being able to, because even in Europe, there were days that, well, yes, I was in, I was in Florence, Italy. I was in the greatest city in the world And I still had days where I was homesick and there were days that I did not feel well. And there were days that I was angry or mad or frustrated with the people that I was with. But it's in that choosing of, okay, yes, I'm feeling these things, but how can I take control of them and find the goodness within the situations that I'm in and so kind of moving forward from that seeing that okay even in the mundane days of just going to class going to work and repeat I feel that there there are many days within my school year what it is is I get up I go to class I go to work I do homework I go to bed and so even in those days it's Finding the moments of, okay, this is where I can grasp and really feed into people and be, um, I think that I've become someone who is even more attuned to how people are and being able to really understand and listen to people that if I come across someone who I know is having a hard time, I understand how they feel and feel that I can I I, it is like become like a goal of mine to try to feed into other people's joy and being a reason for people feeling joyful. And just that knowing myself in times where I I know when I am feeling little joy and it's during those times knowing, okay, I need to reach out to someone because I'm having a hard time seeing that seeing that joy. And so it's like through, through all of those like relationship building techniques, finding ways to be like, okay, I know this person brings me joy or helps feed my joy. And so whenever I am feeling low, knowing that, okay, I can reach out to them and they will help me to see that the joy is still there.
0: How do you feel that your relationship with God has been impacted by this journey of joy?
1: I feel that this this season of spirituality that I'm in right now is it's very much a season of pers- like pursuing God because I because during that really low time I really didn't feel God's presence that I felt that I. I had allowed myself to be so inward and so focused on the darkness that I lost sight of the things that truly mattered. And in so coming out of that, knowing that God was with me that entire time and that it was him who helped me to see that joy and him that was putting me in the situations to be able to fulfill my goals and being able to find that further joy, now it is, now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, he was with me those entire times. How do I make sure that he's always with me so that I always feel that joy? And then trying to not just have my situations that I am in physically be what feed my joy, but really having my relationship with him feed into that.
0: I love that. I think that's a very universal experience that somehow when we are in a season of separation from God and I think that that generally is our own choice because I believe God is with us always but but there are times where we walk away or just can't see him that those are the seasons where joy becomes a struggle. Do you think that's true? I
1: mean, I, I can at least testify that that is how it's been for me. That every time that I have felt the most distant from God or the most distant from my faith, or that, that's, that fire and that spark has been the lowest, has been the times where I have felt the least amount of joy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well how have you, I know this past year you had a, a new strong word mantra for the year, but it still had a, a connection to joy. Can you share with me what your past year's goal for the year was?
1: Yeah. So this year has been, um, my goal has been bring the joy as in bring the joy into every situation that you find yourself in. And I feel that this one has been just as difficult if not more difficult in finding the joy in every situation you find yourself in because I, again it's 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 taking the next step and taking it a step further and okay not only am i going to see what can make me joyful in every situation how do i tap into that reserve of joy and make sure that i am bringing joy to everything that I'm doing not only to myself but then again also in making sure that I am bringing joy to the people around me
0: where do you where do you think that that has been the the hardest this year
1: I think that for me it's whenever I am stressed and whenever I am Whenever I feel that like I'm completely stretched out and have overfilled my plate and I'm just doing so many things like that is whenever my like anxiety shoots through the roof. And that is whenever like it is the hardest for me to focus and get things done. And it's in those situations where you really have to because a lot of times in those situations, those are for me at least the hardest situations to find joy in. And so it's, you know, after trying to find the joy, and if it's not always evident, it's okay. How can I, in this place where I am, bring that joyfulness with me? And so that, you know, finding ways to make sure that yeah, even if I'm stressed, I'm not going to let this stress defeat me. Or I may be feeling really anxious, but I'm not going to let this anxiety defeat me because of X, Y, and Z.
0: Don't you think it's interesting in the list of the fruit of the spirit that with joy is peace and self-control? And I think there's so many times that we have the basket of fruit before us and we're not consuming the peace and the self-control that really does allow for that fruit to be this salad Mm -hmm. that is where you eat all of it at one time like we can pursue joy and we can feel consumed with joy and yet what steals our joy sometimes is our lack of peace or our lack of self-control in our time, in our energy, and yet the fact that it—the fact that it is this group that is not really differentiated. It, it's all this group together that really they're all interconnected. And I think to really be able to have them, you need to be pursuing and consuming each together and I think that becomes difficult sometimes because we get focused on the joy but we forget to consume the peace and to (laughs) consume to consume the self-control when they really are meant to be consumed together
1: yeah it's it's a balance of everything and like at the same time it's that if you if you don't love and you're not pursuing loving the people that are around you you're not going to be able to find joy in the people around you and if you're not joyful with the people around you you're not going to find like just kind of keeping it in interpersonal relationships if you're not if you're not finding joy in the people around you you're not they're not going to bring you peace and if you're not if you don't have the, if you're not peaceful with the people around you you're going to become irritated and not have that uh, patience with the people around you. And so it is, they are all, I think mean, they are all so completely interconnected because if you find a loving, joyful, peaceful person, chances are they're going to be very patient and they're going to be very kind and good and they're going to be very disciplined.
0: That's and so, so good, Noah. That's so good. And it's, it's so interesting to me and and such a a a topic that I really want to meditate upon and and continue to pursue is is this idea of how important to, to be to be filled with joy how much easier that is if you're filled with the entire list of the fruit and I think it's so great well, I appreciate so much your time. I appreciate you uh, being so vulnerable and, and open to, to discussing this with me as your mom and also allowing me to share this with the listeners today. <laughs> um, I, I think, I know I'm biased, but I think that it has been one of the most joyful parts of my life, being able to watch you come into your own especially in this season of you really, truly accepting joy and not only accepting it, but becoming empathetic in your ability to spread joy. Mm -hmm. And um, I really appreciate you always allowing me to be a part of your journey. I love you very much.
1: I love you too. It's been wonderful. I'm glad that I'm uh, getting to, kind of live vicariously through all of your adventures and getting to, uh, you know, be a part of them and help you out with this awesome, awesome outlet that
0: you're creating right here. Well, thank you, buddy. You know, I love you to the moon. I love you too. All right. This has been Sarah Jones. Thank you, Noah, for joining us in today and three, two, one. This is Sarah Jones. Thank you for joining in the conversation today with Noah about joy. Please join us next week. Goodbye. Three, two, one. Hey, thank you so much, Bud.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, I'm thank gonna I'm being. gonna play
0: with it and edit it and add some stuff into it, and I'll send it to you for you to listen to before I I pursue it. Okay.
1: Okay. Hey, Sounds good. Love you
0: big and huge. Thank you.
1: I love you too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.